0: Let's go, baby. Let's roll, mammy. <laughs> Let's get this thing going one way or another. You guys know how this thing go. I told everybody, pump the brakes. Let's stop complaining. Let's get this thing going one way or another. Let's stay focused. Let's get this thing going. Let's stay focused. Let's get this thing going. I kept saying these same exact words. is right? Uh, keep going to things. Shout out to Ernest Welch, man, for being the first person that's in the chat box over here laying it down. Hey, it is what it is. Cowboys win. We put the W. We holding the W up. We holding it down like 400 pounds. We are the ones that are getting this thing going one way or another. I really appreciate you. Keon, thank you for joining in too as well. It is what it is. Everybody, when you're back up against the wall, all you got to do is continue to fight, believe in what you believe in, have faith, strong confidence and thoughts and things like that. Things would happen into your favor. Uh shout out to Jamal Anderson. Yes, we're live like 95. Howard Rogers, man. Thank you for tuning in too as well. Raymond, Des, thank you for tuning in too as well. Hey, we getting this thing going, man. I'm telling you all. Let's tune into um what we're gonna wanna do here is um don't forget to, before I, I tune into this other deal here, to like this page, subscribe to this page too as well. Do your deal out there. Help the, help the grow the nation. Let's see what they talk march it
1: down the field. I think yeah. it was like 90 yards. So, I mean, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, that, that, that's, that was kind of a little football right there. Appreciate you, Zeke.
0: Thank you. All right,
3: 17 carries, 78 Zeke, yards, ready. the touchdown for Zeke. He also had five uh, receptions in this football game for only nine yards. Yeah. Um, also, a uh, new kicker, Brett Maher. Uh, he, he, he had a pretty effective night after missing his only field goal attempt uh, week one. There Brett you go. Maher. Um, and this particular evening, two for two on field goals, including a 37-yarder and two for two with extra points. So eight total points for Maher and Chris Arnold, able to catch up with Brett Maher, the Cowboys' new place kicker, uh, in the locker room after the game. Brett Maher, congratulations. You guys win the game. You got a couple
4: of field goals. You got some yeah. extra points. How did like out there kicking for the first time in a
0: regular season game at AT&T Stadium?
2: Hey, it was a lot of fun. Obviously, you know the main objective every week is to
3: come out here and get a win. I'm, I'm glad I could do my role and uh, and help us get that done.
5: Red Maher now, Dak Prescott
1: plays uh, running a few of these plays, and we're able to have some success with them.
5: Talk about Tavon Austin.
1: His... Yeah, I me mean, had a great night. Uh, we knew we were going to go at him early. Uh, that was the plan. Um, so I mean. Coming off, of, coming off of that play action, uh, he, he just won clean. I mean, he took the inside release and put his head down and dug, and then I was just able to get yeah. the ball out there. He just made my job easy there uh, and showed off his speed. And then once again in reverse, come back late in the game. Uh, he was just all around the field making plays everywhere. Against the Giants defense, that was the plan to come out early and aggressive. There you yeah, go. I mean, we just wanted to be their aggressors. We wanted to set the tone uh, in the run game, in the passing game, uh, and make them, um, make them try to defend what we were doing. And it's not us going to the game trying to uh, – call our offense off of what they're doing on defense uh, rather than us be the aggressors, and uh, we did it.
6: You guys play at such a high level. Is there anything that that challenge accepted can actually do, or is that just do we make more out of that than, than really is?
1: I mean, we definitely hear that, uh, and I kind of said the challenge right. accepted. Um, I said I, I accepted it, but I can tell you uh, I wasn't the only one who accepted that challenge. This team accepted it. That offense accepted it, and uh, we wanted to go out there and uh, just show these guys.
7: Yeah.
2: What's the difference in the first game oh, and the yeah. second game in terms of
7: execution? <laughs> I guess. Uh, the difference in the first game and the second game in terms of offensive execution and success?
1: Yeah, I mean, we just we executed the plays tonight. Simple as that. Uh, I was able to throw the ball better, much better than I did last game. So, I mean, it just came down to that we protected better. Overall, ran the ball better. It was just a much cleaner game in our execution.
5: Do you feel like this will maybe send word to some of the fans and quell the negativity you heard last week? I didn't hear any of it. Oh, come on, Dak. <laughs> you know you heard some of it.
7: What's it like to, to watch the defense, especially the pressure they got on Eli and the electricity they provided tonight? Yeah, the
1: defense is good. Uh, these last two weeks, everything that they've done, getting to the quarterback, um, keeping the keeping the number of points the opposing offense scores down. Um, I know we're going to have a lot of success going forward. They continue to do that. I'm proud of them.
6: So you they went against game. that defense every day, obviously, in Oxnard. Did, did you get the sense that they could do this?
1: Yeah, I definitely got the sense, and it wasn't necessarily uh, always fun. Um, going against this defense in Oxnard, as you said, there were some days that weren't pretty. I'm sure y'all saw it, and they kind of dominated the, the practices, and then we'd go back at them, and it was back and forth, and we knew uh, we were going to have a good defense, and it was going to only make our offense better. Yeah.
5: Six sacks tonight of Eli Manning. That, that was huge. Six.
1: Yeah, it was great. I mean, giving them credit, uh, as I said, they got, they got after me and training camp, knew they'd get after uh, the opposing quarterback, and they definitely did. How important was that drive, the touchdown drive, just eating up the yards, eating up the... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, just, you know, rushing in here to make y'all happy. You know, you sweat. <laughs> uh, how important was that drive? They... It was big. I mean, obviously, uh, they, they came off that field, got that field goal. Uh, we went back out there on offense, uh, backed up and kind of stalled. So then when we got the ball back, it was important for us to go out there and get a touchdown and not just a field goal. Uh, and that was a huge drive, making some big-time plays, receivers getting open, offensive line protecting. Uh, that was huge.
4: You uh, ran more. I guess you had career high rushing yards tonight. Uh, can you just talk about that and the mentality when you ran? It seemed like you was trying to break tackles. You weren't just trying to settle for the first down.
1: Yeah, I mean, we knew this uh, this defense was going to give us that. They were going to give us the option for the quarterback to run. So... Coming into this week, uh, that was the plan, uh, and I knew I'm a bigger guy. I was going to challenge some of those defenders, uh, those DBs, to make tackles.
5: You were, you were aggressive and uh, didn't, d- didn't do any sliding. I mean, you just kept charging right into them every time you ran tonight. Uh, like yeah.
1: I said, I mean, those guys are DBs. Uh, size-wise, they're a little bit smaller, so I wanted to, to try to make them uh, make tackles, and that was, that was important not to just go down. How emotional was Tavon on that touchdown throw? Yeah, Tavon's an emotional guy all the time. Uh, that's what makes him, Tavon, that's what makes him a fiery guy, the explosive yeah. guy he is, uh, the playmaker that he is. Uh, so that was big. That was huge for him uh, to go out to, to have the game that he had tonight, but definitely to start it off as early as he did.
7: You say you knew that the defense was going to give you the opportunities to be able to run with their other elements.
2: You guys felt like you could add this week to, uh, because of things you saw. Did you guys open up the playbook
1: more? I mean, I don't know if we, we say we opened the playbook more, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of the whole point of game planning. uh we knew there were some things that we attacked, We wanted to attack, and I feel like we did that.
5: Talk about the two lengthy drives that you had, pulling time off the clock and keeping the ball out of the Giants' hands.
1: Yeah, that was huge. As I said, I mean, they got that field goal, uh, so it was important for us to go and not only get field goals, but uh, to get a touchdown. I mean, that one right there at the end in particular. So uh, it was huge. Our defense came out that second half, got us that ball, we were able to get that field goal. And after that, we stalled a couple of times. So when we got that ball back and able to to have that lengthy drive, take a bunch of time off the clock, go up a couple of touchdowns, uh, I was almost icing it there and putting the putting the game in the defense hand just to keep them off the off the board.
3: Was it the plan that was different or the execution that was different from this week to last
1: week? Yeah, most uh definitely the execution. Start with the execution. Uh we executed a lot better than we did last week, but going but to say the plan plan as well. I mean, there's some things in the plan that we changed up that we wanted to tag. We wanted to to spread them out, run the run the ball from the, from the spread a little bit more from the gun, and we're able to do that. Uh, but we executed better. Bottom line, you said this like, week challenge accepted.
8: Can
4: you? How much motivation was that? the whole stuff during the week and questions about.
1: Yeah, the I mean, path? yeah, yeah. I don't really. I mean, as I said earlier, I man, I don't really. That's not that big of a deal to me, but um, yeah. i know i wasn't the only one that heard that and what i kind of said is i know i wasn't when i said challenge accepted it wasn't just me accepting that challenge it was this offense it was this team and uh, after that win just uh, hearing what some of the guys were saying uh i know that they heard that message too and they're happy we're able to come out and do what we did when when someone
8: says that about a, a starting quarterback in the nfl that they want to put it in your hands how much do you consider that to be disrespectful as a competitor
1: uh yeah, I mean, don't bite the bait. I mean, the game of football. Uh, you got to put it in somebody's hands. I mean, when you have a great run game like we do, and a and a great running back, and as you saw, uh, what they did tonight, and what we've done for two years running, the, running the ball. Uh, to me, it's kind of obvious. Did you consider it disrespectful? Uh, I don't really pay attention to there it like that. Go. I don't put that much thought into it as you guys do. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks
0: for Congratulations. Yeah. It's
1: Dak Prescott
3: on the Dallas Cowboys radio yes. network. Basically saying that Landon.
0: Hey, man. Hey, that's what it is, man. Dak Prescott, he did everything we wanted him to do in that interview. And then on top of that, still, still adding fuel to his own fire and his desire to be ready for the next week. And I'm telling you, like I said, we play a similar quarterback next week, right? Then, then we play the following week the guy that can spread out to the edge, and I think we should have some more reinforcement coming in. Uh, I think uh, number 94 will be able to play. So we had six sacks. That's cool. That's fine and dandy, right? So with that being said, for those who everybody who out there saying that, okay, this quarterback is this and this quarterback is that, there's something about a guy that is willing to stand firm, stand tall, and take the – Challenge accepted. You know, that's everything right there. It speaks volumes of this quarterback, guys. It does. And I don't know what you guys are thinking, but this Dak Prescott, he's something special. And I do know for sure this score could have been easily 20 to 3. The score could have been easily uh, maybe 31 to 3 if we uh, get some plays and balls to bounce our way the right way. Uh, it was only. One flare that I saw out there was third and inches, and they decided to run a, a sweep play or run bounce the ball to the outside. And it was a hold on like L. And I was like, what are you doing? You got the quarterback, third and inches, you sneak the ball in, you get the first down. But outside of that, guys, I think that the coaching staff, they they, they called it a great game. Uh, it was one of those things that they utilized Tavon Austin on the outside it's, Flex motion on the inside. I, we saw a lot of plays with uh, number eleven too, as well, creating space and finding space in the zone. So let's tune back in. We're listening in to one hundred five point three. The fan. Uh, that's the post the post game with Ari Tempkin and also uh, Jesse Holly. Let's see what they got it's over largest here. Just collision repair. We got a commercial going on. So after the commercial, we are tuned back in uh russell wilson now this is the thing this is a home game or away game anybody know because i haven't really looked at the schedule so let me know in the chat box because that's going to speak volumes to us whether it's a home game or away game let me know help me out help a brother out because i don't have time to go all the way around you know what i mean so uh this is going to speak what what type of play we should have in this sort of thing thank you for tuning in uh brian Rollins. Uh, Rico will be in the mix more Uh, I think Rico had an opportunity to catch the ball Uh, it bounced off his hands Uh, he's going to get some away game Uh, we got to go up there okay okay so it's going to be another tight game guys it's going to be a real tight game Uh, we got to establish the run I really I really didn't like the uh, the overall game of Ezekiel it was okay getting the dirty yards, getting the big explosive plays. But there were some plays that I saw from Ezekiel that he bounced and he could have stayed inside. Or, or He's still getting his playing legs up under him. He didn't play at all during preseason. If he did, he had like, what, three or four snaps. And that's not what you can get out for real life, right? So it's a way game, yeah. So we're going to have to really step it up next next week. We can't play around with it. Uh, I always say Eli Manning like to give the ball away. We saw that all of the vertical routes that was taken down the field as far as the Eli Mannings of the Worlds against us, there was one play number twelve. He was able to catch a lucky pass out to the edge. And Tito was just just this close, just as close. And and we know and we understand that football is a game of inches. And 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 like I said before, Russell Wilson, he's gonna be able to move out of the pocket. He's going to be able to find those wide receivers. And I think that he's not going to be so gung-ho and just dumping dinking and dunking the ball off to number 26, because they don't have a number 26. But number 26 is nice. Saquon Barkley is going to be around in this league for a long time if he can stay healthy. And he's he's one of those guys explosive. He would just Sean Lee feel like his hands are made out of parquet butter. You know, I don't know the injury whether or not Sean Lee is still an injury or what have you. But he was bouncing off the body like like he's the basketball. So we will see next week. I like the fact that when LVE did came in, he was making tackles. When he hit you, you fell down. He was none of that bouncing off the body type of stuff. So we got a lot of film to look at on LVE. We got a lot of film to look at on number 30. Because we have yet to see Jordan Lewis out there. So uh, there was some plays that I saw number 30 got his head around. It looks like he got his confidence back. So. We will. Shout out to Byron Bradford. Thank you for tuning in. Jamel Davis. I'm going to shoot you guys out of highlight, man. Thank y'all, man, for tuning in. Help growing a nation, smashing the like button, sharing this content. Let's tune back in to 105.3 Defend. Yeah, let's see what they got. Let's see. 105.3 Defend.
3: for the defense, and they held the, the Giants... Vaunted rushing attack with the second overall pick Saquon Barkley to just 17 carries for 35 yards I mean th- this is a dominant defense Jesse All right, you and I talked about this
2: uh, uh, About an attitude uh, We talked about how And we referenced Aaron Rodgers Right about how no matter what the situation is with Aaron Rodgers he feels As if he can win it for his team Now that type of energy is contagious and what you yes. see now with this defensive front is, you see a bunch of guys who have a huge, uh, you see a bunch of guys who have an attitude, and it's contagious, and yes. it starts with their leader, Tank, and it goes on to, to, to Crawford, and to, uh, to Taco, and yes. to Jalen, and so now what you have is they walk into this thing not feeling like a liability, but more of an asset, and it, it matriculates all across that defensive side of the ball, and, and the the good defenses they have that kind of attitude. And you watch the lead in the boom when you watch the the great Ravens defense. When you watch defenses like that, now I'm not saying that they're that. I'm not saying that they're that elite level. But those are the things I'm that make them the great. I'm talking the attitude. Yes. And 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 you see that now. I, maybe a lot of it's attributed to Chris Richard in his, it is. You, you know, his. Presence being sprinkled, sprinkled all over the team. Is he calling the
3: plays on defense?
2: I don't know who's calling them, but they've been more aggressive. They've they've been more aggressive. They you are. see more packages where they're where they're disguising things. They're bringing some cut. They're bringing some heat. They look like they're bringing some heat. They are bringing some things back. Yes. But the attitude, Ari, the overall attitude of the defense has changed. And these guys are walking into this thing with their chest out, and they're the hot boys, and they're having fun, and it's 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 showing. You know what I'm saying? It show me. It's showing. It's 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 not like hey, we're just going to talk a good game and hopefully no one notices that we're not that good. No, no, no. They're saying we're talking and we're walking what we're saying, and that right there is huge for this team because this offense honestly isn't going to uh, uh, isn't going to wow anybody. I looked at the numbers for, from Dak this week and that week last week. They look very similar. Yeah. But this defense, man, they're getting after the quarterback
3: and they have a sense of pride. That is just oozing all over this football team. Yeah, we'll get into Dak's numbers in a little bit, but you want to talk about aggressiveness. So six of their sacks came from their three of their six sacks came from their defensive line. Antoine Woods, Demarcus Lawrence, and Tyrone Crawford each had a sack apiece. Um, as did Taco Charlton, I beg your pardon. So four of their six. But two others came Kayvon Frazier had one, mm-hmm. and Damien Wilson had a strip sack. There you go. So and, and Antoine Woods' sack was basically caused by Eli being forced to step up in the pocket because of Sean Lee that he came free. And so an Antoine just fell into Antoine yeah. Woods' lap. So that's I mean th- this is an aggressive defense. They are getting after the quarterback with their 7, you know, with their front 7, they're bringing extra guys. This isn't the typical Rob Marinelli style of rush four get home with four that we've seen. And I mean you're right. It they're playing with a confidence and a swagger and this isn't new. I mean it's it's I've often said, you know, judge it, it, it can be an anomaly if it happens once or twice. You judge an NFL season based on quarters, four games, but I mean at this point it's just two games, but it's all oh, the preseason, the whole you know, the, the whole training camp. I mean this let
0: is let me slow them down just a little bit. Uh far as clarity on the offense, this is the thing with the offense. Um we saw the defense, they played majority of the preseason, whether or not they was rotating, but majority of the guys that's on the defense minus the Sean Leeds of the world. Uh, they played, and uh, the defense is the easier uh, thing to do because they're just reacting to what's going out there. So this is the thing. If you look at the offense, it may take around week four or week five for this offense to gel together because these group of wide receivers didn't work out together. So I'm looking at more plays that we saw pulled out of this guy landing hands back of tricks. So the offense is going to be okay. It's just that we will still have to lean on this defense coming to the next two or three games. And hopefully – The uh, Lions still are stagnant, and hopefully, the uh, Seattle Seahawks are, you know, Seattle Seahawks next week. But hopefully, we can figure out a way. Special teams, big plays like what Tavon Austin did can open up the entire uh, defense. Because if the defense plays with a lead like we are, like we did today, We see these type of things. But let's go listen back to them. uh,
4: In my mind, some critical plays for us. Um, Jerry Jones. uh, Sure. uh, uh, Really thought that uh, uh, we just played with a lot of energy. That defense was out there. Uh, We uh, had them pretty much – a lot of the same guys out there quite a bit and at one time they had uh, quite an edge on us on time of possession. Enough enough to start you worrying about the defense. Uh, we're in good shape. We carried right on and we uh, were able to uh, play well in the fourth to, quarter.
5: To the offense, uh, uh, to the layman, it looked like the offense was more creative. Did you see the same thing and after last week, did you want the same thing?
4: Well, I saw one thing. Yeah. Well, first of all, I'm very pleased with uh, how we were, uh, very pleased with how Dak Uh, played, he uh, uh, made the big plays, he uh, uh, gave their defense something to think about in uh, uh, many ways. Uh, I saw, though, the thing that hurt us last week happened to us uh, when we got those penalties uh, there in the start of that uh, uh, third uh, drive before we had our long drive, and uh, that'll do that to you. I think uh, we talked about that the week before. Those penalties killed us in those early uh, possessions. Uh, But uh, in general, I thought uh, 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 we always respect the Giants. We respect Eli Manning, and so this was a a very important win for
3: us. That's Jerry Jones on the Dallas Cowboys radio network. The Cowboys 20 to 13 winners over the New York Giants. Your phone calls, your texts, your thoughts, 877-881-1053. If you want to get in on the postgame show, Let's hear from Palmer. Palmer's calling in from Palmer. Georgia. Go ahead, Palmer. You're Palmer. on the Dallas Cowboys radio network.
8: Hey, gentlemen, I appreciate all y'all do, man. It's a good win for the Cowboys. I was born in Dallas, grew up in Tyler and Austin, stuck here in South Georgia. I got a couple <laughs> of observations. Last week, I listened to y'all all the time. I listen to Sham on the call when I watch it live, and I listen to all the DallasCowboys.com stuff. Jesse, I like how you bring it on cover four. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. But, gentlemen, let me tell you something. I saw some things in this game that were fixed from last week, and that go. gives me hope as a Cowboys fan. I'm all for Chris Richard being the defensive coordinator next year, and then I also that last eight-minute drive. I finally saw Ezekiel Elliott on those last two runs. He kind of got his feet underneath him.
0: There you. Last
8: go. week and earlier in this game, he would always stumble or just it just didn't seem like Jesse. You can you can point you can talk to this more than I can, but it just, from an observer, an observer, it just looked like he just couldn't get his feet under him, and you know what, this season's like a crescendo in a play. I'd rather get hot in week eight or nine than week two, he and uh, the I just age. thought there's a lot <laughs> of stuff to clean up.
3: Appreciate the phone call, Palmer. Yeah. Uh, Zeke Elliott, by the way, there's, there might be something to what he's saying. He had His first 14 carries went for 51 yards. But he ends up with 17 carries for 78. So I mean, you talk about four, you know, 14 carries, for 51, and then his next three for basically 20, uh, 27 yards. Um, you know, he, he he finished off the the that early fourth quarter drive, the eight play, the eight minute drive took a lot of time off the clock, and and that was there you go. Like the Cowboys are built to win games like that. Yes. Well,
2: with this offense, this is a. To use boxing terms, use my. This advantage. is a body blow offense. Hey, yes. okay, yes, this isn't a. This isn't a. We saw sixty-four-yard
3: touchdown pass to Tavon right, Austin right, type of offense. This is not, that. Yes. That's
2: not it. Yes, like we, we, You need that because it, it backs them off a little bit. Like that's the Tyson punch. This yes. this isn't a Tyson punch offense. Great call. This is a body punching offense, and, and what I mean by that mm. is. They, If you know anything about boxing, the go. body blows, it wears you down there over you rounds. Go. And then what happens is when you get into those later rounds, you're just so worn out. The, the kidneys are beat up. The lungs are hurting. The ribs are hurting. And then he just drops you with a good body shot. Mm. And that's what this team is. And, and Zeke is a body blow type of runner. Now, there he has go. game-breaking speed, but he also has the ability to get three yards here, four yards here. Okay, bust off a 19-yard. Okay, come back for another four-yard run. And when they have those eight and nine and ten-play drives uh, at, at points and times in the game, especially late in the game, those are the blows when the defense is just worn out. They're gassed. They've been leaned on all game long. And like Zach said in the presser, he talked about this team being the aggressor. When you're the, when you're the aggressor, you deliver the blows. And late sure. in the fourth quarter, that's when Cowboy teams knock you out when they have that 8-10 play drive and just finish you off because you have nothing, more, nothing left. But to your point earlier,
3: that's the reason you give him more than 17 carries because yeah, yeah. You, you know if you're a body blow type team, that it, your success on offense is predicated on you know long, sustained drives. 17 carries isn't enough. No, it was 15 last week. and Everybody was complaining all week it's not enough carries. He, he only had two more carries tonight.
0: You know, there's a difference in the matter of the carries, though. Uh, they needed, made a more aggressive focus on this particular drive. They, they drove the ball up the middle of the field. Two more carries means that's a massive difference, uh, especially in the flow of the game. Just like uh, Stephen Jones or Jerry Jones just said, that they the Giants won a time of possession. So I believe that if we had the ball more, then, um, then, then we would have saw some more carries with Ezekiel Elliott. But here's the thing. This is the main thing that they're missing out, the RPOs. When you do the RPO, the run pass option, when Ezekiel Elliott uh, is lined up in that backfield, although it doesn't count as a carry for Ezekiel Elliott, the opposition, the mind of the, the, the Giants, they thinking that the Dallas Cowboys is trying to run this ball, but if we saw Dak Prescott said, no, not today, and he runs off with the ball. That position, that that possession right there of the ball of, of Ezekiel Elliott attempting to look like he's holding the ball and running the ball and Dak Prescott get 15, 20 yards off of that play speaks volumes. And the only way you can trick the defense to doing that, unless you're successful in some forms or some fashion with Ezekiel Elliott. And those five and six creases that he had got on those small plays and off small drives meant the world. So that's what happened off of that drive. That's why he only had 17 carries, but if you add in the time that the RPOs were implanted, implemented on that particular drives, you will see that if you add those in together it would be like 20 to 22 23 carries go. golden Ari
3: sports air sports are at mr fourth and long uh, let's go back to the phones anthony is calling in from dallas at 877 go ahead anthony you're on the dallas cowboys radio network
4: hey guys um
8: speaking of what you were just talking about with dax numbers and
6: everything it uh, kind of brings in my question um, would you see any comparisons between the way the Cowboys are building their team to the way the Jacksonville Jaguars do it, where it's defense and they have Blake Bortles, where we have Dak?
3: Appreciate the phone call, Anthony. Um, <laughs> this here's the thing: defense and and running game. That's basically what he's alluding to.
2: I think Jacksonville is built a little bit different than us. Yeah, right. They they, they have. The, the the Jimmys and Joes on Jacksonville are a little bit different than ours. They have a legitimately shut down corner, and Jalen Ramsey. They have a really good other corner, which is probably if he came if if Bouye came to our team, he would one. be the number one corner yep. on our team. Yep. If Jalen came to our to our team, he'd be the best player on our defense. So they have two guys on the on the outside who are legit. Uh you know big time corners and Jalen Ramley maybe being one of the best. And then what they have up front and Fowler and 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 uh and uh Calais Campbell and guys like that across yeah. the, they they got they got some guys you know up there and then you got Barry Church in the back end. But the Cowboys are better on offense. They are. They have a better quarterback.
3: Huh? Yeah. I love how we're both like, yeah, you can, yeah, you can, yeah. who better receivers, the running game for the Cowboys right. is better, but Fournette's really good. I like D-D- if, Westbrook. if you took Blake
2: Bortles out of Jacksonville and stuck somebody, if you took Blake Bortles out of Jacksonville and even stuck a, a Dak Prescott in there, they're a much better team. Blake Bortles holds that team back, but this defense is setting up to be one of those defenses, when you look at it at the end of the year, they go, <laughs> man, they could help this team. Win. They will help the team win a lot of football games, but you just need a little bit more on offense to get it done.
3: Eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. 881 Carlos is calling in from Denton. Go ahead, Carlos. You're on the Dallas Cowboys radio network.
5: Hey, what's going on,
2: guys? Um, I just have two quick things to say. Um, like they, they just said in the, uh, the radio, um, I think this win – doesn't show us anything about the Cowboys. I think we're there were some things that we did right, but not as much as as we wanted to. There's still the same troubles that we had with the uh, with the Carolina Panthers. I mean, we we do have a good defense, but like they like we're saying, it's not not it's not the offense that we wanted. And also another thing uh, that Ezekiel, uh, I I do believe he's, uh, he's a he's a body puncher, like I said in the in, in the uh, in boxing terms. But we also have a quarterback that is not a Mike Tyson. He's also a body puncher. So well, how are we going to have a great defense that takes you to a Super Bowl if we don't have that Mike Tyson quarterback or that Mike Tyson uh, running back that just Brad brings it to another
3: level? Come on, Appreciate now. the phone call, Carlos. It's a long season. They're going to evolve, especially right. on offense. Their defense is ahead of their offense right now.
2: It is. It is. And and you, you have that combination in Zeke Elliott. You have the body-punching ability in Zeke Elliott, but you also have the home run ability in him as well. And we've seen that on, on many different occasions in his time yeah, here yep, in Dallas where if he gets a seam – and he gets in the open field, you know, good luck trying to catch him. That's track speed that he has there.
3: The most positive and thing, though, after two off. weeks, the Cowboys defense has given up 29 points. It's an average of 14.5 points per game, which is a really, really good number when you look at the offenses of the National Football League. Along with former Dallas Cowboy Jesse Holly, I'm Ari Tepkin. This is the Dallas Cowboys postgame show. Uh, your texts, your phone calls, 877 plus Jadobi Bewuzia and plenty others from the locker room all on the way. You're listening to the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network.
0: All right. So uh, as they go on to a commercial break, I can take over for a quick second, right? Um, I love the analogy. And I gave it uh, last week of Ali, uh, his whole theory with the rope of dope, and uh, and I'm not trying to speak beyond my mind or my head and saying okay, they're using the the boxing analogy. But this is the thing: when you uh, the the thing was when Ali used that body blows and he get that and he let the rope. That's why you get the rope a dope. He was letting the guy hit him in his body, and he would you bounce off the rope, and he would lean to you and say, "Hey, you hit like a baby," and bam, bam, we get hit. He said, "Hey, you lean, you hit like a sissy." And then what he was saying, Ali had an interview that uh, as as the guys continued to punch him, he felt those blows getting softer and softer. And that's when he knew for sure that he can attack. Now, the reason why I say this is we got Tyron Smith. He's a bad brother. We got Connor Williams, although a lot of people want to move him to right tackle. I seen him get off on a kickout block, and he did a good job. We're going to break down that film with my guy Vaj Lombardi down the line. Uh, so you got that guy. He's going to lean on you. Although Joe Looney, and granted, he's not A-Travers, but you still have next to Joe, you have Martin, and then, uh, then, then Lyell Collins. He's still, I think Lyell, he's a slow starter because he, he's holding, he's doing all type of crazy stuff out there, but he still played a solid game collectively. And I think that what this offensive line does, better than any other team out there, is that they, they so it's so efficient you know with their with their mass and their body weight and they can lean on you and then you add in the, and you sprinkle in ezekiel Elliott, and you sprinkle in what number 45 you do and you add in the run pass option omg so the uh the haymaker the the, the hit that you're not going to see the quick jab or, the, or the, the the hook would be the Tavon austin we punched the johns in the face off the gate Number 21 couldn't get to the side, and they went off and ran it on in. And I, tell, I told everybody, there's something about speed. You cannot coach that. There's something that you just can't be prepared for unless you're just going to have your safeties way back out on the field. And guess what that does to Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> and I hear stories and, and news. I don't know whether or not it's true. It's Bryce Butler coming back. He is a four-three guy too as well. And he does have some type of a rapport and continuity with Dak Prescott. So we're going to see how this thing can rumble together. I really like what, uh, what the Cowboys is doing. I think that once everything comes into play, I'm not saying that Bryce Butler, the guy can walk on water, I'm not saying that he's the greatest wide receiver of all time for the Cowboys. But what I'm saying is that there's something about that rapport and continuity. And then you add in the fact that with Dak Prescott, He's he, he's getting that that pace together with his team. The understanding with his team, they they building this thing called chemistry as we go, because we all know that they didn't play during preseason. Let's see if they are back on from the uh, commercial break. I really appreciate everybody for tuning in. Don't forget to like this page. Subscribe to this page. And uh, share.
3: .org forward slash I promise.
0: Yeah, they're still on a commercial break. So, yeah, defense is crazy. Yes, I'm going to just give a quick shout out. Don't forget, guys, tell me where you guys are from. Let me know where you're watching it from, too, as well, whether or not you're in Ohio, whether or not you're in California, or whether or not you're in the U.K., Canada, stuff like that. Uh, Dak and Thompson are developing some chemistry. Yeah, I saw that, Kevin. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they are. Uh, Dak to Thompson. I like Alan Hearns. He sometimes he shows up and he disappears. I like the aspect of Dak in uh in number eleven, Cole Beasley. I see that out there. Cole Beasley, he caught some third down passes. I said, oh, I, uh, I thought he didn't even catch it, but you know he caught it. That that's all that count. I, I I still think that Dak is trying to develop some type of chemistry with the tight ends, and we have yet to see that like that nice special play with that. I saw one play that I was really at the edge of my seat when uh big number eighty you know uh you know the guy rico the ball bounced off his hand a little bit but it's going to come together. El Paso in the house. Thank you, man. Junkyard dog. That's what I'm talking about. Wiggle bell, South Carolina. Hope her your family okay Isn't out there. It
2: one man sack show. Yeah. This is a collective unit where guys are getting in. Yeah. And this becomes this becomes really interesting because what happens is now you start having these competitions and then guys start going. Oh man, how many you got? You got two. Oh, I got one. Yeah. I was close on this one, but I got a fumble. And so now these guys start coming into competing. the game and they're having fun. They're competing, they're having fun. And that's the that, that that's the important part when you start looking at these numbers, and that it's not a one-man show. It's not like yes, we think and we know that Tank is the elite guy on this on, in this unit, but you see the other guys now pulling their weight. You see Taco showing up. You see yeah. Crawford showing up, Woods showing up. You know, you see all these guys showing up. Oh, and by the way. You didn't have Randy Gregory night. Oh, and by the by way, way, you get David Irvin back in what two games? So now you add more mm. to this rotation. Guys are gonna yeah. be fresh. Guys are gonna be hungry. Because when you get into, because now you know there's a rotation. So I might not be well, I, I might have had 40 snaps before. Now when Randy Randy and, and David Irvin comes back, now I go down to maybe twenty five snaps. So I gotta be really hungry to get these snaps. Also, we hear Rodman say say all the time I only got a certain amount of jerseys I could play every week. Think about how practice is going to be. Yeah. When, when those guys looking around, they're going, I want a jersey too. I want to play on Sunday yeah. too. So now what you create is you create competition amongst the line and you create competition amongst the offensive line because mm-hmm. the line knows these guys are going hard to try to get a spot in the, 40, the 46 on Sunday. So now – Joe Looney game steps up.
0: There you
2: go. Connor Williams game steps up. Yeah. Lyle Collins game steps up because now they're going up against a pass rush that is competing amongst themselves to go out there to be a part of the number.
3: The Cowboys defense with six two. sacks yeah. tonight. The Cowboys offense gave up zero sacks. This a week after giving up six sacks. We talked about it all week. Mickey Spagnola wrote about it on DallasCowboys.com before the game. You know, Dak under duress versus Dak with a clean pocket is a different quarterback. And even though the passing numbers tonight don't necessarily reflect that, he actually had more yards in Week One, 170, than he did tonight, 160. But it's the effectiveness of the downfield pass attack, Tavon Austin. You know, it 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 seemed like a more consistent uh, uh, pass attack. Again, Dak Prescott had 170 yards in Week One passing, 160 this week. He added 45 yards of the ground but it it, it just seemed like a more effective aerial attack for the Dallas Cowboys. Earlier this evening, Mike Fisher was able to catch up with one of the members of that dominant defense, Sean Lee, and here's what uh, he had to say
0: come on let's with Sean Lee after a Cowboy home win over the Giants
5: uh there's a lot of talk before the game about well you know we're gonna rattle Eli we're gonna go get Eli but you, you have to you have to defend him with respect
4: right
7: uh, absolutely I mean two-time Super Bowl champion Hall of Fame quarterback guy that's really tough to play against he's had an unbelievable career you know that he can make big plays he has a ton of weapons around him to make the plays and so you have to find a way to get to get to him and, and <clears throat> get pressure on him and our D line did an incredible job and you know, we had some blitzes that, that were dialed up by the coaches that were great, also. Yeah,
5: it was the blitzing stuff, was that? And I asked Damian Wilson this. He said, Oh, it's the same stuff we always do. We do it better. But is it the same, a similar yeah. chapter from any other week?
7: Yeah, I mean, I think they, the coaches have a great game plan week in and week out on how to, you know, dial up pressure different ways and, and then also use our incredible defensive line. At certain times, let them uh, loose, and, and they were unbelievable getting pressure. Uh, you missed a little time with what? Just a, is it a tightness? Yeah, just some cramp, just cramping. So I think it was oh, more man. just precautionary. We were they up, and so uh, you know, like I said, we got a great group of linebackers who can make plays. So the rotation was good and keeping everybody fresh, and so that, that that's the plan going forward. Okay, you're not going to brag on this, but historically, when this team doesn't have Sean Lee on its defense, it struggles tonight. Leighton Van Dresh and Jalen
5: Smith and company. They yeah
7: and up. Joe and, and and yeah that's that's the whole point. We have we have a very deep room of linebackers who prepare the right way, are very athletic, and you know it's fun playing with them and, and getting guys in there who are fresh and letting all of us play is the plan. So going forward, I'm excited about that. Yeah.
3: That's Sean Lee along with Mike Fisher right here on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. Cowboys win 20 to 13 over the New York Giants at at t Stadium tonight. And you know Jesse, it's funny. He just touched on the depth they have at the linebacker position, which brings up yeah. their first-round pick, 19th overall, Leighton Van Der Esch. Had seven total tackles tonight. Good. Probably saw more snaps. But you asked this before the season started. If Leighton Vanderesh isn't performing in the same way that Taco Good. Charlton didn't really last year, will he get criticized? And, look, seven tackles tonight. He was more active, Leighton Van Der Esch, but no, no splash plays, no tackles for loss or no sacks. Um, but
0: so it's, interesting, be it's interesting
3: because... It seems like that flies way under the radar a little bit relative to Taco Charlton because their defense wasn't as good last year. It was in need of more sacks, so it was almost as if you know the play of the rest of the defense is sort of overshadowing a guy like El- Leighton Vander the nineteenth overall pick.
2: I think even the the growth of of Jalen Smith. I think we're so happy about how well he's playing. I think yeah. we're so happy that Sean Lee is relatively healthy. So he's a kind of almost been masked a little bit, kind of almost been a little bit overshadowed because of the success of other people around him. With uh, with Taco, we were looking for, we, we were in such a need for another pass rusher,
0: right?
2: Uh, that when Taco came to us, we thought he was going to be the next coming of Demarcus Ware or Charles Haley or uh, someone, uh, or someone like or that. Demarcus Lawrence. Uh, Demarcus we, Lawrence, we, we and, and then when it PJ didn't happen, y. people were calling for his head. Uh, again when you're winning when you're having a success when you, or, or, or when you're having a series of success on your side of the ball or in your group things kind of get swept under the table last year when Taco came on this defense wasn't playing well they 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 were the they were the liability of this team especially when Sean Lee went out and so when that happens and now they're looking for guys to do something
5: mm.
2: and you're not the guy
3: that they thought you would be boy <laughs> They start shooting those guns at you. That's Jesse Holly. I'm Ari Temkin. Coming up next, we'll visit with Brad Sham on Brad Sham Day. The, the Cowboys legend. win 20-13. <laughs> we'll talk with the voice of the Dallas Cowboys, Brad Sham, next. Dallas Cowboys football will continue in a moment.
0: Yeah, yeah, the legend, the legend. I can't wait to hear Brad, man. Uh, hopefully I can jump back in before, uh, before everything, you know. Hope I don't miss his segment there. Thank you, everybody for two today, man. That is just fantastic, man. I, I just I just love to hear this Dave. Lve, Lve. Uh, when they put him in the game, I thought I said, okay, um, where's Sean Lee, you know? And I said, oh man, we're gonna look sloppy without Sean Lee out there. And and uh, Lve, uh, he stood up and stepped up and and he flew out to the ball. And when he hit you, you felt it. You, you the guy fell down. It wasn't no like when he hit you. He, he spent off the guy and kept moving and stuff like that so I like what I saw out of LVE play and now I have more tape to look over LVE and I can't wait to do those film breakdowns and see you know how he was moving I think he got good hips, sink his, uh, his pad levels low and and he plays as tall as he is 6 foot 5 uh, just a massive guy but he plays low he don't play he don't play all high and stuff and I like that aspect out of it and then he can cover out in space uh, not saying that we need to just go ahead and get rid of Sean Lee, but it's just remarkable to me to see the product out the field, uh, product out there on the field with Sean Lee gone, and you still have some type of LVE out there. And then shout out to Joe Thomas too, and uh, as well as um, special team play. I'm seeing those two guys out there on special team doing their thing. And guys, guys, don't don't be shy of this. But number fifty seven. Play his you know what out y'all know who number 57 is right Any, do anybody in here know who number 57 is my god he played a one hell of a game and he he could have had an interception that was the play that byron jones and him met at the same time and they kind of bumped each other he, he was going for the interception the ball was just too high and i think it knocked byron jones off for a couple plays so Damian Wilson did, did a good job. Shout out to Brian Bradford, thank you for tuning in to as well. He said Damian Wilson, yes, number 57. Yes, Heath, this is from Jake, uh, from the scope, Periscope, thank you for tuning in to as well. Everyone, man, let's see if they back yet, let's see. Preparation. Nah, no, they ain't back yet, because I can't wait to hear Brad Sham, the voice of the Cowboys, you know. Uh, Taco did a good job too. Remember, I, I, he came into the game, What I'm going to do when I was live on the show, I was saying that uh, we need to have a taco meter. He start off as a soft taco. Then we get a sack or a big hit or something like that. He becomes a hard taco. And then from there, he becomes a spicy taco. Then from there, he becomes a supreme taco. And then he can become a double supreme. I'm gonna have a meter going on, you know. Taco did his deal. He 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 did a serviceable job out there, and he was around the ball. Got him a sack, I believe, too, as well. And able to jump on the ball. And that's everything too. The ball bouncing on the ground, dive on the ball. Man, Taco did his. De- I'm I'm very proud of Taco right now. I'm very happy of him. You know, his skill set and his play out there on the field. Remember, he's six foot seven, six foot eight too. So not well, six foot seven ish. You know, big tall guy. Yes, indeed, man. Um <clears throat> Their game levels was yes, yes, yes. It was fantastic, man. Let me jump over to my Facebook panel, man. Thank you everybody. Kevin Carter. Jay, man, thank you for tuning in. Uh who else we got? Eric, Chris, May. Nicholas Jones, all you all, man, y'all part of the nation over there on the uh, Facebook side. Don't forget to hit that like button. Thank you guys. Give me that little heart button too as well. Don't be shy. I love to see that heart come across the screen. Uh, Malcolm Andrews, thank you for tuning in. Uh, got got a lot of people over here, man. Thank you all uh, for being part of the nation, man. I you know I cherish each and every yeah, oh, one of y'all. Wait a second,
2: man. Wait a second. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. <laughs> Waited all day long. We we were in the loop. <laughs> What time were we in the loop? We 2 <laughs> oh, o'clock? Before me. Yes. Before Brad. <laughs> right you hear about all these gifts and his Stetson hat with yeah. monogram signature Cobalt football. Yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. And so I'm thinking, all right, he's going to come down. No <laughs> light club. They're, they're at home. He's going to have the goodies with them. I'm going to see it. You know, look at the hat. Because, listen, I know for a fact when the Joneses give gifts, they give gifts. <laughs> he comes walking in here. I go, where's the ball? Where's the hat? He goes, oh. The hat needs a, it's, its own night. It yeah. needs to be a
5: night <laughs> well, for here, the hat. Well, here's the thing. It, it, the, I get the hat uh, before, you know, I, I'm really hardly down on the field because of all this yeah. falderall, which was lovely, and I appreciated every bit of it. But that hat now, <laughs> that hat deserves to be walked into the stadium <laughs> when you get here and not, you not put on just at the end and, you know, you're not going to hardly wear it because you're inside the – but, no. No, no. That hat, that deserves its own full evening. That, so uh, That yeah. is a serious
2: so So we didn't get a chance, Ari, to see the hat in person and hold the Cobalt life-size football in person. So That
5: one's going to be tricky, and so we'll have to have lunch someday okay. when, I can, when I can hire four guards to bring the ball. <laughs> but I, I'll be able to show you the hat. I'll wear it for a home game. But you said something
2: that was really key when you came out to sit with us, Brad. You said the day was, was great and everything was great. He goes, but? What made it sweet was they got to win. They won the game.
5: They, they got to the win. win. You know, there, there was a time when they did Ring of Honor ceremonies and they always won. And then they had a stretch there where they always lost. Yeah. And can you imagine the guy going in the Ring of Honor and it's the thrill of a lifetime and and then they lost the game? Yeah. It's just a little... So you know people are very nice i appreciate every note and tweet and text and uh, all the people stopping and saying congratulations and thank you and then if they lose the game then you know what the atmosphere is like. yeah and it's gonna be bad enough people are gonna i guarantee you thank you be, man you'll be I taking no, calls during the, be post-game post-game during the week you'll be answering tweets <laughs> during the week uh all the other hosts on our flagship station uh, the fan in dallas fort worth will be the offense is still no good they're Three for ten on third down. Prescott should have hit gathers in the end zone. They're not going to win any games if they have that. If that's their off. That's what you're going to get.
3: And they won. We we might have said that also a little oh, bit already. Yeah. Little already. Bit. Yeah, By I, 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 the way, well, it
5: doesn't up. it doesn't mean those things aren't right, aren't correct, <laughs> but. but they won the game. Yeah. Can we start with that? It and and the their
3: game. defense. I mean, in two weeks, they've given up 29 total right. points, and especially last week to a high-powered
5: offense, and then again this week. So I think that this is their formula. This is this is the a little bit of the defense we thought we saw all summer, and I believe that this is not a fluke. And, you know, they didn't have Randy Gregory tonight. Yeah. And heaven forfend they should have Gregory and David Irving lining up next to each other. Yep. Uh, and oh, then they lost girl. Malik Collins, I don't think, for a long time, but they lost him for a while, so those guys are on fumes up front. And they're just that good. And if the defense is that good, it allows the offense to play the way it wants to play instead of the way it has to play. Now, they mm. still you know, had a couple of critical penalties. You get a little concerned when they're down there on the field, have two first downs taken off the board by penalties, but they were good enough to overcome it. And mostly, that was because of their defense. But the offense was efficient. You know, when they went, don't now, don't lose sight of this. Yes. That eight-minute yeah. drive. That, now that's at the time of the game when it took all the time off the clock. They get points at the end of the drive, and it it's the body blow tripled the difficulty for yes. the Giants. Yes, yes. yes. But you, you hit on something uh,
2: that that's really, really important. And you know, we're celebrating today. You've been around for forty years. It's been a long time since. We've talked about the Cowboys and the
5: strength of the team being the defense. Sure, because they have, uh, first of all, they you know, they've, you, you have Staubach and you have Aikman and then you have Romo and you have Witten and Irvin and Bryant and you got all these big stars. That's what, as you well know, mm-hmm. I mean, you you were a good enough athlete. You probably could have been a safety, but you chose to be a wide receiver. I don't want, I don't want to tackle anybody. <laughs> right, right. And, and, you know, chicks love the long ball, right? They do. So, they do. They do so there they you do. go. And, and so they spent a lot of resources on offense for a long time. And when they did spend resources on defense, Uh, sometimes it it worked a little bit, sometimes it didn't, sometimes it was a risk. Well, so what you're seeing now is, see, I think this is Taco Charlton, what we've seen the first couple of weeks. Well, that's a first-round pick. Mm -hmm. You know, we're just getting a little bit of a look at Van Der Esch. That's a first-round pick. Yeah. Tank Lawrence, a second-round pick. For all his problems, Randy Gregory's a second-round pick. And so they've started to spend resources on defense, and it's beginning to show up. Brad Sham joining us
3: on the Dallas Cowboys radio network offensively, Legend. Brad, I thought you hit the nail on the head. I mean, some of the numbers look almost identical to last week, but it was, you know, their ability. They, they stretched the field early with Tavon, and then they closed it late with the body blows with, with the running back. And th- even though, again, the numbers will lead to people belly aching about the offense, and they left points on the, uh, on the board, and, you know, they didn't finish drives well, it, it, this is a vast improvement in many ways from week one simply based on their, their balanced ability.
5: It, it, it was better. It, is. it was better. And good enough oh, okay. to win tonight now next week let's see if it can be better. And if you just get a little better every you don't you don't necessarily have to or even want to be at your peak in September. Yes. you want that to be in November and December. Just get better be good enough to win, stack them up and get better mm. and I think they will. Brad Sham, congratulations. Thank you. Eric. 40 years you. in the booth. Congratulations. The congratulations. broadcast booth officially
3: named the Brad Sham Broadcast Booth. A cobalt football. Wow. A wonderful Stetson hat to go along Ooh. with it. Congratulations, <laughs> Brad.
5: Can you tell I'm excited yeah. about that? you,
2: you got to get a whole outfit for that, too, man. No, 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 no. A no, out, just no you hat. can't
5: compete with that hat. That just a hat. hat. Okay, I got you. I got you. I got
3: you. <laughs> a hat that Tom Landry would wear.
5: Yeah. The, the hell he would. It's got my name in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brad Sham will talk to you next week. All Thanks right guys. Have a good it's Brad
3: week. Sham joining us on the Dallas Cowboys post-game show and yeah. let's also now welcome in Mickey Spagnola as we Mickey. switch off the headsets over here. Mickey Spagnola DallasCowboys.com <laughs> and
0: Hey, you know. How you know. Go on, Mickey. You know, Mickey <laughs>
3: your article, were you there? Uh, when Dak is pressured, he hasn't been very good like most quarterbacks in the National Football League. Zero sacks tonight on Dak. I don't know what the official quarterback hurry or pressure count will be, but as you wrote about before the game at DallasCowboys.com, when he's got time in a clean pocket, it's a different offense.
6: And he's not behind the change and yeah. the, the chain, the chains, chains, change. Uh Yeah, it makes a difference when you're not facing second and seventeen and third and twenty six, and so they did a much better job. I thought of protecting him. They came up with some different runs, I think, to take advantage mm. of what the Giants were uh, trying to do, bringing Landon Collins down in the box, uh, caught him a couple times uh, blitzing from one side, and they went out the other side. So uh, I, I just thought they executed better, and, and it was an improvement. Is it great? No. If you talk to Jason Garrett after the game, it's like, you know, we're not even close. we got to keep getting better, but... The bottom line is you did what you needed to do to win. You started strong offensively with the 64-yard touchdown pass to Tavon Austin. So, yes, Tavon can get deep, and, yes, Dak can throw a deep ball. And then they finished strong at the end with an 82-yard drive that took eight minutes eight off minutes, the clock. Are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah. That I mean – when you go up three scores like that, then the defense can back off and say, okay, we're not giving up any big plays, and that's the only point when the Giants scored like their 10, 10 of their 13 points. So uh, all in all, I thought they combined well, they played well, they protected well, uh, and it was better. Uh, I, I don't think that they're a finished product, but I think that – You know, the lesson is in the NFL, things change every seven days. You know, you you, you can't draw conclusions after the first game, and you certainly can't draw them after the second game. You don't need to be jumping off the roof. This team has talent, and as I said, you know, all during the week, you're going to see them grow before your very eyes. And I I think you saw a little bit uh, tonight. I thought Connor Williams was better. They yeah. were worried about snacks dominating the game. Well, he stuffed some runs up in the middle, but Zeke kept hitting in there, hitting in there. And if you wanted to play strong in the middle, oh, I might not give it to him, and I'll keep it myself, Dak Prescott. Yes. And, and And showed another dimension. So I think a couple things that they did in this game will give Seattle some pause. It's like, oh, is he going to run against us? Oh, are they going to throw deep? Uh, and they're going to have to take that into account. Well, Mickey,
2: in this game, we saw some guys come off the field, and Sean Lee, which is, you know, uh, he said it was a hamstring. Uh, at the end of the game, uh, you had a Jeff Heath kind of limp off the field. So there were a couple guys who left right. this game. Uh, are there any notable information
6: that you may have on any of those Heath came guys? back. He, okay. he, he was came. able to come back, and if, if you noticed – uh, Sean, Sean Lee, Lee came back for, for that hindsight. Yes. It's like, this ain't happening again, right? I'm coming out here to take care of this. And then they tried to kick it a, a little differently. Uh, I don't know how serious the ham was. I saw him. I He was running up and down the sideline trying to prove to the coaches that I can go in and play. I think they were thinking – you know what, we got a 17-point cushion. Let's just play it smart and see if we can get by without putting him uh, back in there. DeMarcus Lawrence, uh, he went off for an IV uh, because I saw him run off, and I saw the doctors running too, and I said, oh, okay, this is what they're getting ready to do. And then he came running back, and they finally gave him his helmet. He went out there uh, and and resumed playing. And then I think when it got down – Close to the end, it's like, okay, we're, we're, we're going to salt this clock away. Let's not put him in there. Malik Collins, I didn't get a good update on him. He went off. It looked like he had a little bit of a leg deal going on. Uh, so we'll see where uh, that one goes. Other than that, uh, I, I think they kind of got through it. Uh, Certainly got through it better than the Giants, who may have lost their center. Yeah. Wow. Uh, When you cart a guy off like that. You bring the air cast out in the cart. Right. That'll look good. And then you go, well, yeah, he went in to get extra. Yeah, well, okay, but he's not coming back. And then in the press box, they finally said he was out. It's like, oh, (laughs) yeah, thanks a lot. So, yeah, I think they got through it okay, it it, it appears. And, you know, maybe you get Randy Gregory back. And, you know, it never fails. When you go short at a position like they only had seven defensive linemen up, that's where you're going to get an injury, right, mm-hmm. or something's going to mm-hmm. happen. You just can't shortchange yourself like that. But uh, they you just kind of ran out of bodies, though, mm. uh, from that standpoint. So if you notice, they were mixing things in. Daniel Ross was going in the inside. They even had DeMarcus Lawrence playing inside a couple snaps and have Taco and Armstrong on the mm. outside to kind of give the inside guys... Uh, I'll tell you what. Who, who did a yeoman's job was uh, Tyrone Crawford playing inside that whole game, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't see him come out much at all. So he he played a lot of snaps. Uh, the safeties once again played a heck of a lot of snaps, and I thought the combination of the pressure they put on him and the the single coverage those guys those corners yes. hung in there right. They did. They so did. from a defensive standpoint, maybe we're starting to see a trend. The offense still got a ways to go, but at least the protection protection, uh, was a lot better. And uh, they couldn't get Dak to say it out there, right? When it's like, should have said, uh, challenge met, right? (laughs) He kind of backed off of that. Got to see him again. Yeah, I mean, you said
3: Mick. uh, You know, four receptions, 51 yards for Odell Beckham Jr. This is now five straight games where Beckham has four, I think, four catches in every game except for one that he's five. Now, nine sacks for the defensive line in two games, six tonight. Yeah. Demarcus Lawrence has two of those nine on the season, but I mean, they've. Who's standing out for you, aside from a guy like Tank?
6: Yeah, I, 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 I just thought that, that their ability taco, to get taco, taco to play the way he has, mm. which is another thing. You know, we one year and everybody jumps to the conclusion, oh, he he's a bust, he can't play. Well, he needed to get stronger, and he needed to play more football. And he started one year in college, and I think you're starting to see some things from him. Uh, and, 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 and then because of that, and if they can get Randy Gregory back on the field, moving Tyrone Crawford, I thought, inside was huge with David Irving missing. you got a guy that can play the three technique and cause some problems in there. You know, And he got one sack, but he caused some problems yeah. to help other guys yeah. get sacks. So uh, I, I thought that was good. And, and you know, Awuzie continues to play awfully well. Byron Jones, yeah. that, you know, they didn't give up anything big. And, but, again, when, when I was asked Thursday or Friday, how do you cover Odell Beckham Jr., you put pressure on Eli, Eli Manning, Manning. Yeah. And, and that was kind of the formula in this game. Mick, I just see a level of confidence from these guys on defense that
2: it hadn't been here before. Yeah. And and, and, and I remember saying this early in the year. I got a chance to sit and talk with Chris Richard. I, I was in the Cowboys, and I was visiting with uh, Brian Wansley, and he introduced me to Chris Richard and I got to to talk to him about about 15, 20 minutes. And it was something, and you know, this Mick, when you can meet a person and that energy and that leadership, it just, you're ready to play for him. Yeah. And and, and, and I I see that in this team defensively, you see guys who are, they're walking around here with a different bounce to their step. Uh, if you can just talk about it briefly, just what he has done for this defense as a whole.
6: Yeah, and I and I think he has. He he has instilled confidence in guys that I'm not sure they had confidence in themselves. Anthony you know, Brown. Kayvon Frazier, we haven't seen him play like this, yeah. right? And, and I think he instilled some confidence in him. I think Jeff Heath always had it. Yeah. Uh, Byron Jones – I'm not sure he ever knew what he what he was. Right? Am I a corner? Am I a safety? That's right, and Eric. He's got him Griffin. playing awfully well now. Elusi, I think, could take care of himself because I think he was a pretty confident guy. But I think it is it is kind of spilled over to the rest of the, of the defense, and, and they're playing more aggressively. And you're right. Uh, before it was a defense that kind of tiptoed along. Uh, you know, and they ended up giving up some hollow yards at yeah. the end. But they yeah. had shut them down. They didn't even – I don't even – I wrote it down. They didn't even have 100 yards a, at halftime, you know. They, uh, and 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 most of the stuff, the damage they did was throwing underneath the Saquon Barkley, you know. And, and, boy, is he good too, right? Saquon. There was a lot of that's times Saquon. the first guy did tackle it, no. right? <laughs> but, again, but if that's your whole offense, yeah. at some yeah. point, you know, you got to be able to throw the ball downfield. Uh, you know, the one touchdown they gave up, it was a busted coverage. Somebody was supposed go. to go with yeah. the tight end, yeah. right? <laughs> it was either Kayvon or, or, or Jalen or Smith, yeah. right? One of those one of those, uh, or, or, guys uh, needed to go with him. But other than that, I mean, they, 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 they played sound, you know. They didn't have a lot of bust. And, and even when they were giving up yards at the end, it was like, okay, you can have all that stuff underneath. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and eat up the clock. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we're not going to let you get in over the top. And, you know, they they a couple times got some deep passes, and, you know, they, they, they were covered. So, uh, you know, maybe we got a trend on, on defense. We'll see on offense. It's still – I think, a work in progress.
3: On Twitter at Spags52, Mickey Spagnola, DallasCowboys.com. Always appreciate you spending some time with us on the sure, show. Sure, you
6: guys have a good rest of the evening. <laughs> you too, buddy. We'll do our best.
3: Mickey Spagnola joining us on the Dallas Cowboys postgame right. show. Uh, The Cowboys win 20-13. Your fantasy football update brought to you by Geico. 15 minutes could save you 50% or more.
0: All right, guys. So uh, with that being said, man, we're approaching an hour. We're going to really tune in to uh, some more stuff. I'm just going to give you guys my final thoughts, my final words on everything. And a quick shout-out to everybody that's here. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe to this page. Kevin Martin, thank you for tuning in. Sean Hall, er, Eric Griffin, I saw you earlier regulated down in the chat box. Appreciate you. Uh Dante uh uh even you say your last name. Scorpio, thank you for tuning in too as well. Hey, uh I'm jumping over to the Facebook panel. Thank you all for being part of the mix. Eric, you know you are always uh welcome, Kerry Teagle, uh just official, man. You just official, always in the mix, and also uh, Charles Edward Morris. The what is this? The third? Not the first, not the second. Appreciate you for tuning in too as well. Uh, Shout out to you all, family, your whole family, and thank everybody for being part of the nation. Don't forget to donate to the Red Cross. Uh, We know that we had a a devastating storm to hit the East Coast. For those who who are following the nation from on that side of the world, please help someone out. Give them a bottle of water. Donate every small penny counts. Don't believe it. If you don't believe it, just donate and watch how those things trickle down the line. Uh, I always say positive mind. If you want a thing bad enough to go out and fight for it, to work day and night for it, to give up your time and your peace and your sleep for it, if all your desires of it makes you quite mad enough that you don't get tired of it, and it makes you hold all other things tawdry and cheap for it, if life itself seems empty and useless without it and all that you scheme and dream is about it, if you'll gladly go out and sweat for it, fret for it, plan for it, and lose all terror of God or man for it, if you'll simply go out the thing you want with all of your capacity, strength and scargacity with faith, hope, and confidence and stern pertinacity, if neither cold poverty or famish or fame or sickness or body or brain can turn you away from the thing you want. If dogging and the grim and besetting and beset it, with the help of almighty guys. You guys will get it. This nation will get it. All we have to do is put our minds and our hearts and our soul together and this thing will happen. I said that, hey, if we can continue to clap this thing out, positive things will come this way. All we have to do is just take one week at a time, one game at a time. It recalls to my mind that the Redskins... Last week, everybody thought that they're going to go sixteen and zero. They're going to win the, the Super Bowl and things like that. But now we're looking at the Redskins. Right? <laughs> Those who know who've been following football and studying football know that week one is just week one. A lot of teams don't play all their players. There's there's things called continuity. I recall and I remind uh, some of my friends and some of my people that's that's around here about the about the Lions. Lions went sixteen, was six and zero at one point. Everybody was saying, "Okay, this team finna go sixteen and 0 and they lost every game since then. And it was like six and ten. So, this team right here, I don't know about you, but I know about me. I don't know about you all, but I'm saying that right now, we don't have anything to do with this team. We can just root for the team, right? But there's something about the team, the small things that they did to improve. They did better on the defense. Although Eli was able to get that one touchdown, we know that it was from a blown play. And also that long play that was on Cheeto, number 12. I'm telling you, Eli closed his eyes and threw the ball. And it so happened to hit that guy in his hand. He was just about this close. It is close. Close, but no cigar. But uh, it is what it is, guys. Uh, this is the thing. We will. Find ways to get Ezekiel Elliott legs back on his feet. You know what i see? <laughs> Cause uh it seemed like he was slipping and this sort of thing. But I told everyone that Ezekiel Elliott, he's a slow starter, and then once everything started going through, he will pick that pace up, guys. Yes, indeed, uh uh Sean. God bless. Yeah, God bless all you all. Thank you all for tuning in. Let's keep fighting. And don't forget, not just keep fighting, finish the fight. Start the fight and let's get this thing going one way or another. Hey, I got a podcast as LAW Nation as well as I'm on YouTube Just type in Law Nation. I saw somebody say how you can find me on YouTube. Just type in LAW Nation and you will find either my logo or my face and you will see that anywhere in Google. You type in Law Nation, you will see me one way or another. That's all the time I have for right now. I really thank you all for yours. And remember you all are listening to nothing but the bass i can't wait to do this film breakdown Ooh. let's jam on out to some music though let's get this thing going for everyone let's see what we got what we got in the bag of tricks there we go let's go Okay. let's start from the beginning yeah yeah Eagles look basic, yeah, That's what I'm talking about, let that power rank come out now, yeah. Hit that like button, smash that like button, baby. Cowboys Nation all day, DC for life. Yeah.